Hey Travis. Ready for a spooky episode? Spooky? Like how spooky are we talking? Nothing too bad. Just a dark forest, wild animals, a kid all alone. All alone? Yeah. At least that's what the book Ivy's reading is about. That's not too spooky. No. But are you brave enough to join in? Sure. Let's do it. Once upon a time in a forest dark and foul, where goosin' birds screech and woozin' wolves howl, there walked a little lad on his way to school. I'm all alone and not too fast. I feel like such a fool. Pa said that I had to go, and this is the only way. And though I am scared to death, I daren't disobey. He followed the windy path through briars and oozy muck. He wanted to stop right there. But if I do, I'll just get stuck. Say there, lad. A voice addressed. You there, boy, I say. Do stop and rest a spell. No need to go that way. The boy turned round and saw the one who had spoken. It was a crafty crocodile with his drooling jaws wide open. Won't you stay for some breakfast? I was about to eat. Just a little closer, boy. Come now, take a seat. But this boy in the story was not a little baby. He knew better to dine with crocs, no ifs, ands, or maybes. He ran away into a thicket, a haven in which to hide, until he heard a silky voice from a spider web he spied. Say there, my little friend, you look like you've just raced. You are welcome to rest in my web, for you seem to have good taste. Take a nap if that's your need. Sleep and have no fear. I'll be right down to tend to you. Just gotta wrap things up up here. No, thank you. I must be off. And with that, he made his flight. The spider frowned as he left. There goes dinner for the night. The boy ran and ran and ran and ran until he got to class. Tomorrow, he thought to himself, I'll buy a bus pass. And I think you'll agree that's the smarter way to go. And while we dwell upon this lesson, let's listen to the radio. Hello, Ivy. What's going on today? Hi, Mr. Jacobs. I was just reading this book. Hmm. Spooky kid stories, huh? Interesting. Are they spooky stories about kids, or are they stories about spooky kids? I don't know. Both? To be honest, I'm not super impressed. The one that I found most interesting was about this kid who got scared, and he just ran and ran until he got away from all the spooky stuff. Well, if it works. Yeah, I mean, sort of. But... It doesn't make for a great story. Usually, a good story is about people standing up and fighting for what's right, not running away. I think it depends on the story, but I would tend to agree with you. Hey, Ivy. Hey, Mr. Jacobs. Artie? Hi. I didn't expect to see you after the drama show. Everything all right? Oh, yeah, totally. I got in. In? Yeah, I applied for a college, and they accepted me into their program. Congratulations. That's great news. Thanks. Um, could I get some help, Mr. Jacobs? Sure. Uh, need a reference or something? No, my parents' printer is acting up, and I need these papers printed before I leave. Could you... No problem. Let's see what you have here. Bye. Psst. Ivy! Huh? Pete? What are you doing? Is Mr. Jacobs here? You just missed him. What's wrong? And what's with the bag? I need to talk to Mr. Jacobs. I need help. Help? With what? Packing? Ugh, you wouldn't understand. Well, considering all of the college talk that just happened, it wouldn't be the first time that I didn't understand something today. Huh? Why don't you get comfortable? 
Mr. Jacobs might be a minute. Besides, this way you can forget your problems and listen to the radio while you wait. I guess that's a good point. Kind of. I'll get it started. Feeling any better, Pete? Who said I needed to feel better? I'm fine. I just need to talk to Mr. Jacobs. Uh-huh. Well, here's your chance. Thanks for getting all these papers printed out for me, Mr. Jacobs. I know it was a lot of ink. Not a problem, Artie. Glad to help. Hi, Peter. How are you? Hey. Peter wants you to help him with something. I can ask him myself, Ivy. I'm curious what's going on, so I sped things up a bit. Well, I'm all ears. Got a question that needs answering? I mean, kind of. Do you have any camping gear I can have? Camping gear, huh? Going on a trip? Yeah, how'd you know? The big bag was a bit of a clue. Where are your parents taking you this time? Well, they don't exactly know I'm going. It's my own adventure. Hmm, interesting. Kind of a survive-off-the-land sort of trip. Yeah. I've gone on those kind of adventures behind my grandpa's house. My brother and I used to make tent shelters out of tarps and stuff. We thought we were ready to live out there forever. Did you? Nah, the first sign of rain and we both ran back home. Well, that's not gonna happen to me. I'm not going home. Wait, you're running away? Whoa, that's a little more serious. So, why are you taking this trip, Peter? Are you just looking for an adventure or is there some other reason? Well, it... Okay, I guess I can tell you. Mom and Dad are sending me to a new school this year. Is it a scary school, like in the movies? No, it's fine. We visited last month, but it's just not what I'm used to. I like my school and my friends and my teachers. Mm, that makes sense. So you think when you run away, you'll still be able to go to your old school? Sure, why not? I was just wondering where you were getting your school supplies this year. School clothes take money, then you've got school trips that take money, and... Oh. Yeah, leaving home and going to school isn't all that easy. I should know. I'm going through that right now. You're running away too? Not exactly. I'm going to a new school though, and it's a little scary. I've heard good things and bad things about going to college, and I'm not sure what to expect. If it's that scary, why are you going? Because I want to learn, and even though it's scary, it's even more exciting. Plus, I know I'm not going alone. Well, yeah, lots of people go to college. That's why it's kind of a thing. That's not what I meant. What Artie was trying to say, Ivy, is that I might have a drama script to explain. Am I right? Absolutely. I'll be right back then. And I guess we'll listen to another program. And now, from the garage of Lionel Jacobs comes the jolly good drama, The Dangerous Voyage, an adapted biblical teaching about security. Once upon a time, there was a captain of a fine vessel. Righto, I have the finest merchant ship in the Atlantic. The finest of wares and spices straight from the Caribbean for Mother England. His vessel was so fine, he was sent an invitation to the royal court. Oi, don't mind if I do. And so the captain donned his finest attire and went before the queen. My good man, you have done your country proud with your fine vessel and have brought great wealth wherever you put into port. I have a special assignment for you. Bless me, you're too kind, Majesty. I am always willing to serve. Very well. 
I need you to deliver some very fine golden goods to the land of Burma. Burma? But that's on the other side of the world. It's a long, long voyage, and the ocean is treacherous, and what's worse, I've heard tell of pirates. Quite. That's why I am giving you this barometer to warn you of storms, a map so you can find your way, and the royal flag. Whenever you fly this flag, pirates will not harm you. And so the captain loaded his cargo and set sail to the other side of the world. When he saw the barometer, he changed his course to steer clear of storm. Soon, he didn't know exactly where he was, and... Avast there! We're part of this story too! Arrgh! Indeed, the pirates of these new waters had caught wind that the merchant ship was hauling wealth untold, and they were ready to start some trouble. Aye, we shall be as rich as kings when we board that fine vessel. In fact, wasn't long before the merchant ship sailed close to the pirates' hideout. The pirates rushed to their boats and prepared for pillaging. Oh my! Pirates! Hoist the colors! The royal flag ascended to the top of the mast and fluttered in the breeze. Ah! Call off the attack! We're outmatched! Sail away! What happened? How did that work? What the captain didn't realize is that the pirates knew that ships flying the royal flag were never alone. They always were being followed closely by the mightiest of warships on the high seas. I the men of wars. And indeed, not long after the merchant passed through these waters, a whole fleet of warships followed, making sure the merchant succeeded in his mission. Whoa, where did they come from? The moral is, that in life we often have to do things that are scary. Whether we're meeting someone new, going to a strange place, or doing something that no one else is doing, it can be easy to feel like you should run away and hide. The thing is that you are never alone. God tells us in his word that he will never leave us. And if he is with us, we don't have any reason to be afraid. Do you have a pen, Mr. Jacobs? I just realized there are some forms in these papers I need to fill out. Yep, here you go. Thanks. Mr. Jacobs, can I ask you something? I think you just did. For real though, Mr. Jacobs. All right, what's up, Ivy? Well, it's kind of a nitpicking, but usually when you give us advice, you use Bible verses to explain. And this time, you didn't. Does that mean the Bible doesn't talk about it? And if not, how do we know it's true? Didn't I? Oh, well. Rest assured, Ivy, there are many, many verses about God being there for us. From God promising his people he wouldn't leave them in Deuteronomy 31.6, to God telling Joshua not to be afraid because he was with him in Joshua 1.9, to Jesus telling us that he will be with us even until the end of the world in Matthew 28.20. Yeah, but those weren't God talking to us. What do you mean, Peter? Like you said, God was talking to Joshua in that one verse and in the others, God was probably talking to other people. Mm, good point. The things God says in the Bible are very often not directed to us exactly. But if you look at how many times God says the same thing to all sorts of people, we can start to see a pattern. A pattern? Sure. All of these people were followers of God. And since we are followers of God, we can assume that God's going to be always with us too. And through Him, we can do anything He wants us to do and no one can stop us. 
Philippians 4.13? Yes, though I was thinking Hebrews 13.6. I'll have to look that one up. Mr. Jacobs, do you think God wants me to go to this new school? I don't know, Pete. Maybe. But God does say that he wants us all to obey and respect our parents. And if they think this is a good idea, I would say that God at least wants you to give it a try. Yeah, you're right. I knew that was the right choice. But now that I know that God will be there to help me, I can do it. Good for you. Heading home then? Yeah, thanks. Bye, Pete. Good job, Mr. Jacobs. Another kid saved from making bad decisions. (laughs) Thanks, Artie. You all set? Sure feels like it. See you around. Have a good semester. What's the matter, Mr. Jacobs? Hmm? Oh, I was just thinking that when I first came to this neighborhood, there were a few kids that were here to greet me and make me feel welcome. Kids like Cassidy, Libby, Jim, all grown up now, living on their own. And Artie, he was the only one left. Now there he goes. Are you sad about that, Mr. Jacobs? A little, Ivy. But God's got great things for them, and I'm thankful I get to be a part of each kid's lives. We're thankful for you, too. (laughs) Thanks, Ivy. Want to turn off the radio for me? Sure.